0: Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. (laughs) What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Courtside Side podcast today. I'm Josh Shivanoff. He is... The one and only Angel Ortega, a lot on the agenda today. UFC 263, UFC Vegas, NBA Playoffs, Boxing, and much, much more. Before we get into that, and more, I want to talk to you guys about Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy was founded in January 2017 to be the best gaming drink in the world. Developed the premium stack in the form of a delicious energy and focus drink. It is designed to place a healthy candidate drinks, coffee, nutritional pre workouts. Rogue Energy is sugar-free and loaded with vitamins, antioxidants, and nootropics. They designed Rogue Energy for the emerging professional competitive gaming market. It continues to have fantastic carryover and success students, athletes, entrepreneurs, and anyone looking to optimize their mental and physical performance. If you win 10% off your order, use the code SOUNDOFF at checkout. It's code SOUNDOFF at checkout for 10% off of all your energy needs. Last Saturday night from the Giller Reaver Arena in Glendale, Arizona, in front of a packed house of 17208 Roaring fans, Israel Adesanya, man, and still wasn't even close. Uh, defeating Marvin Vittoria via unanimous decision, really showing, damn, man. I mean, we, we talked about it last week on the show, about how the whole narrative is kind of overblown about Izzy losing and all that shit. If there were any doubts coming out of their first fight, um, uh, you know, obviously Marvin did have some success. All of it wiped away the second time around. Pure domination. Uh, were you surprised at all? I know you did pick Izzy, but how? what were your thoughts just overall on his performance on Saturday night?
1: I mean, are 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 we even surprised, Joe? Should we be surprised? Let's be real, right? I mean, I told you
0: straight up that I didn't give a shit about this fight.
1: (laughs) I mean, look, it. it, We knew those who truly know knew what was gonna happen. Uh, there was no surprise left on that night. I mean, another you know just as impressive performance out of Israel out of Sonya. Marvin Vittori, you know, trying to un, unsuccessful with some of his takedowns. Did end up taking Izzy down cleanly, I think, one or two times. I know it says he had a four, but I think only like one or two of those were like legitimately successful and he, Izzy had to fight for. It. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But uh, I mean, Josh, he looked good and he called out Robert Whitaker, which is something that we like. How do you feel about that? I, I uh, That's something I wanted to ask you.
0: Man, I love it. I love it, man. I mean, you love he, the energy? I love the energy, bro. Because look at this, look at this. If we're being fully honest here, and it's something I was thinking about earlier during the week. For my money, and there's other people you can make the argument for, that's two and three. Whitaker and Adesanya. Who, who, who else could you make an argument Greatest middle-waste of all time. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? As, as far as that goes, the only one in front is Anderson. I think Anderson's going to stay there until somebody passes him, title defense, which could be, God forbid, anybody does. But these two are still, they're levels above their competition. I think if that was Whitaker in there, he would have done Vittori the same way, dude. I firmly believe that. These are the two best dudes in the division by far. I, I think agree. that first fight was not very close, but if there's anybody who can make the comeback, it would be Robert Woodger, who's a former champion. He's been taking out contenders left and right. He has more. He's doing Izzy's job for him. He's beating all the dudes. Izzy I know, right? This is, <laughs> so I love the energy. I mean, you know, they've had that kind of weird beef for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, Seemingly the only person that's gotten under Rob Whitaker's skin, dude, is Israel Adesanya. So I'm down to see it. I'm glad he called him out.
1: Now I want to ask this. You know, obviously, if one, if they Artify Whitaker wins, there's obviously a rematch. They do the trilogy. Uh, let's say the trilogy happens, or let's say Izzy, won, whatever, right? Who's even close to being next, Josh? Like, is there anybody who's like, Paulo hasn't fought at in a, in a fat minute? He's on this, some bullshit right now. We don't know what's going on with him. He's being weird on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin Vittori just lost. Uh, Jared Cannonier is coming off a loss. Derrick Brunson is the only one on a win streak right now outside of what was Marvin Vittori. Mm-hmm. But we saw last time what happened with Derrick Brunson bought Israel out of sign. Is it going to be Derrick Brunson, Darren Till, maybe Uriah Hall, Sean Strickland? Who are we looking at next, Josh? I
0: it, mean, really, it really depends. So, I mean, you brought up a couple of other dudes, that, like you said, like Paulo Costa. I mean, he looks like he just joined Heaven's Gate, for fuck's sake on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> shaved off all his hair. Uh, and... You know, I don't know, dude. He's
1: he's off. No, I think he got a hair transplant. Oh, I really? Sw- I think he it did
0: because
1: like I, I could have sworn I saw I saw him at some sort of facility, and I don't understand Portuguese, but it's mm. similar in Spanish in some ways. And I yes. saw a word that looked very similar to transplant in Spanish, and then hair in Spanish. So I, I was like, that was oh. weird, and it looked like kind of like a oh. hospital-y kind of place that does that kind of thing
0: regardless man he's balling out on twitter he's doing some weird shit
1: um he, he might have got into scientology dude he looks like he's on some crazy shit
0: yeah for real but then i mean who, who else got losing streak um you know obviously vittori just lost i think if he beats whitaker there's two possibilities there's two three you can go down um if till beats brunson that is an option because those two they've wanted to fight for a while Um, That is an option, if Till beats Brunson. I don't think if Brunson beats Till, because I think Brunson would need one more after that.
1: That's crazy. Another option would be if Hall
0: beats Strickland, then you could do it. But I don't think Sean Strickland, if he wins, he's not a big enough name to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the uh, the only other option I could think of would be if Jack Hermanson fights a top fiver and wins next. Because Jack Hermanson is probably the only other dude I could think of that's close enough to that top five, kind of on a winning streak. But even then, he's only won one in a row.
1: Yeah, he's coming off he had to win and it was Edmund Shabazzian so he kind of but he is see as far as deserving I feel like Derek Brunson's the closest but they're going to want him to fight like two or three more times which is yeah, kind of crazy sucks.
0: I think Brunson I think Brunson be still he would deserve it but I don't think they would Yeah, do it.
1: I would think he would deserve it too especially since that matchup is very hard and it's similar to I would say it's similar to Izzy but it's another lanky kind of technical guy you know what I mean
0: yeah and Brunson full credit to him dude he's not just winning these fights he's mauling dudes the exception of like the Holland fight he beat the dog shit out of Edmond, man. I mean, he he he's done some really nice stuff lately. So I think if he beats Tilly, he would deserve it, but I don't think he would get it, which really sucks. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Adesanya styled on him last time they fought. That was not He, he put him
1: good. out, didn't he?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he knocked me out like four or five times.
1: Yeah. No, Derek Burns is one of those guys who is a uh, Rafael sense out of this division, I think, in a way. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there we go. We did some little matchmaking there. I think those are some fun ideas. I mean, the division really has to fill out. Hopefully, Uncle Dana and Matchmakers uh really push the division and try to find the next contender because uh, I mean, is he starting to get to the point where I mean, he just had a rematch and he's gonna have another rematch and he might even have potentially another rematch for his title defense. So I mean, uh, we need a new face in here, man. Bring someone in. <laughs> well,
0: I yeah. mean, and you brought up um, you brought up like matchmaking right and i think we did a really good job there at 185 that's just Uh let's go and move down man co-main event Brandon moreno dude how you feel el campion right like he's he's, yeah he is the first champion of mexican descent officially born in mexico because came velasquez was mexican but i guess we don't count him because he was not born there
1: yeah, I mean, uh, but first nationalized, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll put yeah. it like that. We don't we'll want. Put it like
0: that. No,
1: well, we, no, no, no. But that, that's what it is, you no, know. No, no, no. I'm just saying,
0: like, I sound like a dick. I'm not trying to sound like a
1: dick. No, but I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to clarify it for some other people who might want to write a narrative or something. Now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Brandon Moreno, dude, pulling off the upset.
1: A submission, nevertheless. A submission. I would have never seen that.
0: that
1: fight. He did. He did dominate.
0: Um, which was shocking because I was not going to be surprised if Brandon Moreno won, but like. Not in from, that fashion. From they said, go, dude. Like, it was... Y- he it won was all three stopped. rounds. And obviously oh, he won at yeah. the third. Yeah, for sure. And now and now champion. I mean, this is one of the greatest career comebacks, arguably, in MMA history.
1: He has one of the coolest stories, right? Like, has to.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, I think we didn't talk about it last time. Last ultimate fighter pick wasn't even supposed to... What is he even supposed to be in there? I mean, he lost on the show. So he wasn't <laughs> even supposed to be in the UFC. Only got the call-up because somebody fell out on a short notice and they needed somebody. <laughs> Yep, he, he, packed, yeah, Yeah. No, he did good. So, it, it, it was crazy, dude. Um, Obviously, he's now champion, defeated Defeat and Figueroa. Let's do some quick matchmaking, my man. At 125, there's a couple of different options for Moreno. Some guys. One, I'm curious which one you want to see next. Now, Askar Askarov did just have a fight made, uh, taking on Alex Perez. Uh, they also mentioned Cody Garbrandt as a potential fight for some reason. Because um, he said he might move down at 125. Also, the Figueroa fight is still out there in a trilogy, because obviously Figgy was champ before this, had not lost in quite a long time. That fight also makes a bit of sense. Say you're, I mean, you may as well be matchmaker because you made a fight last week. Curtis Blades and. I know, Bravo. right? That one's now official, but if you're, you're matchmaker welcome. at 125, who's next for Brandon Moreno?
1: Uh, there's a number of different routes you can go. Obviously, I think of Askar Asgard beats Alex Perez. I mean, it's kind of like, well, that guy fought for the title, he got submitted uh Ascors is right there right number one contender right on a good win streak undefeated right no one no one else is undefeated i'm pretty sure ascar is ascar still undefeated i could be wrong about that uh,
0: yeah he
1: is still undefeated 13-0 could become potentially 14-0 uh a guy that i was high on i've been talking about him on the show when he was not ranked and now that he is ranked uh you know uh I could see the Davidson trilogy. They could do it. But with Davidson missing weight, having troubles making weight, they might not want to do that. And uh, obviously, the Russian market is big. Mexican market is big. Obviously, Dana's going to have all these new fans coming in. Uh, It's almost like a little too easy to make. I think Askar Askarov, if he beats Alex Prezi, he's definitely the next in line. Uh, Pantoja's not really far away. I think he's one good one away. Uh, from being there. Maybe if you can string two wins here. I think maybe Joe B, Uh, Pantoja would be a good fight. Beach Joe B. Maybe he's next in line. Uh, Maybe do pantoja Davison rematch? Because I think they fought, right? If I remember right. I think they had a split decision. I might be wrong on that.
0: Possibly. I, I don't know for sure. I'll, I'll do the
1: little, quick little fact check here for us. Uh, you know,
0: I... I, I... While you're looking that up, I will say this much: uh, I don't want to see Joby fight anybody else, man. No, I mean,
1: Just it's me. probably you know, it's it's looking like that, right?
0: Let him go off in the sunset, dude. Please.
1: Yeah, so he did he did fight uh, Pantoja and had a a decision. Uh, I don't I don't remember that fight off the top of my head, but uh, you know that's Hold that's on. yeah that's another guy who could maybe find himself in a in a title position here soon. Uh, but yeah, I think askar Ascar makes the most sense right now.
0: Fair enough, man. I, I think it's really stupid that they even had that, that they're even having him fight Alex Perez. Personally, I think the fact they're having him fight Alex Perez is a sign they're doing Figgy 3 next. I think they're going to do the trilogy.
1: You think so? I mean, Figgy's going to need I'm saying some... I want it to happen,
0: but I think uh, it's going to
1: happen. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Figgy's going to take time off. Brandon's going to take a little bit of time off and uh, kind of soak everything in. And Askar is going to come back and... Uh, and fight because if you really think about it well i guess you're right he re- and he's fought brandon too so it is president there you know what i mean mm-hmm. they had a draw uh i, no, I need to go back and re- one. <laughs> i need to go back and watch that and see how that fight went actually because I, I can't remember how it went that was actually his debut he fought brandon marina on his debut ended in a split draw uh but after that tim elliott pantoja joseph Benavides. When he beats Alex Perez, it's kind of undisputed. He's fought the champ. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a perfect setup. So yeah, I'm I'm confident on that. Askar Askarov pick. They could do Figgy trilogy, but I could. I mean, I guess Figgy doesn't really have to fight someone. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. They, I think it's gonna be Figgy trilogy or Askar Askarov, or their Askar's gonna have to wait, and the trilogy's gonna happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I. I don't know, man. I, I thought it was weird the fact they also came out and said Cody Garbrandt next is somebody that they wanted to fight. Which, which is
1: weird, because he's coming off a loss.
0: Yeah, like, please just don't. i prefer if you really didn't. Um, <laughs> if Cody was to move down, good for him. You know, I feel like I, it would
1: make more sense for him to come over and fight someone at the weight first. And then, you know, maybe two... Maybe, let's say he comes in and beats like a... Let's say... Let's say he, I know this fight's already going to happen. It doesn't make any sense. But let's say he would have beaten an Alex Perez and a – it's just a, a Tim Elliott, right, or a Matt Schnell. You could yeah. maybe push it a little bit. Maybe not the best, but you could push it.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean, I, I generally speaking, I don't even think he needs two. I think you could fight somebody like a – I don't know, like a Tim Elliott and, and get a title shot next. Well, isn't nine. that
1: crazy, man? Did he has that kind of power. <laughs> I mean, he,
0: Cody Garbrandt, I don't think now he's a draw, but back – like. 2016 2017 dude was huge he did that like he beat the shit out of he beat the shit out of dom cruz and that was ronda's big comeback fight and he was he was a huge star he had all the tats man like he he was a big deal nowadays not so much uh but regardless 125 is still a really live weight class so literally and figuratively um so i think they get get away with getting a title shot after
1: one i mean i think it's one of the growing uh weight classes though there's a lot of guys down there uh I mean David Dvorak that we saw in so Asalunga, Sumatajiri, Amir Abbezi, Osakaikara yeah, coming it's a back really with a win. Class, just like there's yeah, it, there's a lot of fun guys, there's just not names. Mm. Uh there's not big names right now. I mean and, and uh, it'll always be hard, but I think historically in boxing and even MMA, some of the funnest guys are in the lower weight classes. I think to an extent. Or they'll give you some they'll give you their all, I think in a way. They're kind of the guys who will put it all down the line. But I think it's because... It's it's speed, man. Speed kills. Speed fucking kills.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, for sure. And it's also, like, a really, really... Fun... Like, it's a super fun uh, weight glass in general. I've always thought that. Even whenever DJ was beating up on dudes... You know what I mean? Like, even whenever it wasn't a particularly very fun, like, weight glass, so to speak, in terms of, like, the top level, the speed those dudes had. It seems like a lot of the time, like... Back in the day, it was more like, oh, the speed, the footwork. They're, they're so defensively sound. You know what I mean? They don't get um, finishes. Yeah, now they're getting finishes, dude. Now you're having these dudes like Asgorov who are just like complete gassing machines, who are always pressing forward. You guys have, you have like Figueroa. So, well route has huge punching power. Moreno is kind of a good mix of everything, dude. Like, it's such a fun weight class.
1: Yep, 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 yep. I, I love to see it, man. But we got to talk about the other kind of co-main in a way, which ended in... Weird fashion? Can we say that? Can we? Do you agree with that, Josh?
0: I mean, yeah. Let's go ahead and say it. Weird fashion. <laughs>
1: uh, or just was a weird ending? I don't. I. I. It was just odd,
0: right? Well, look, dude. Here's the thing. Some fighters are put on this planet to win titles. Some are put on this planet to have incredible success. The ancient circles of the world, the GSPs of the world, so on and so forth. Nate Diaz is put on this planet to get his ass beat for 24 and a half minutes and then to nearly pull a Hail Mary win out of his ass in the last it, 30.
1: It almost get a title shot. Like, it what? almost get a title
0: shot. I mean, for what those of you the not, fuck? For those of you who did <laughs> not watch the fight, Leon Edwards basically dominated Nate Diaz. Now, certain rounds, like round one, pretty close on the feet, I'd say. Uh, tell Edwards got the takedown, if you could argue that was a Diaz round. Round four relatively close as well. But for the, I mean, he's 4-0. He was, he was up 4-0. You can't make the argument any other way. And then goes in the, the last round, winning that up until the last minute and six seconds. Nate Diaz, people said it was a 1-2. It was not. It was a 2 2 He lands a slap at the right hand, <laughs> and then he lands a straight left, and he put Leon Edwards on Queer Street, my man. He had no idea where he was. Um, he was hurt so badly. If you actually watch the replay, you see his eyes go, like... Like, his, his eyes went in opposite directions, bro. He looked like a Looney Tunes character. Uh, he just, he was, he literally got knocked out, woke back up, and Nate points at him, tries to get the finish, can't get the finish. People kind of overattributed him, like, him pointing, but Nate really went on the attack right afterwards and still couldn't get the finish. But, man, I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. It, it, was, a, it was such a weird fight where it's like, I don't even...
1: You know, I, I, I want to put it out there. I was not impressed by Leon's performance. I was that impressed by your performance. Uh, it was really that. Like, I kid you not, I really wasn't. I thought it was very lacking. I think as far as people who've fought Nate Diaz in recent time, he probably had, in my opinion, the least impressive performance. Um, I don't know if you disagree or agree with me on that, but I personally think that myself.
0: I right, well, look. I mean, it's a kind of a weird situation because it's never – Unless you knock out Nate Diaz, you're never gonna win, so to speak. You know
1: what I mean? Uh, in a way, yes, but you can still have a good performance okay. against Nate Diaz. Yeah, I mean, like Lonsvidal had a good showing against Nate Diaz,
0: right? Technically, he won via finish, but yeah, like yeah, yeah technically I mean, he won via be like finish. Benson Henderson, Benson Henderson is something like 50-43, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what Benson did back in the day, but um, it was not particularly impressive. Like I said, rounds one and four were pretty close. Like I think can make the case that Nate probably, maybe he took round four. I, I wouldn't agree, but like. Up until, like, the takedown, you could argue he was losing round one, rats two and three, but not, it wasn't impressive, really. And I feel so bad for him because this was his moment, you know what I mean? Um, yeah,
1: I know. Uh, I mean, I just want to get right into it. I, I'll i be honest with you, I don't want to see him fight for the title next. He
0: he, de- he deserves it.
1: I think he, he, deserves, deserves, he deserves it. He probably deserves it, but I don't want to see it after that. I don't want to
0: see it either. Uh, I also don't want to see Colby get it either so
1: yeah which I don't even know who's really I mean but uh I mean Leon I mean Gilbert Burns Wonder Boy Thompson's about to happen right or Wonder Boy Thompson Stephen Thompson's about to happen uh you know are we looking potentially at that one of the winner of that getting the title shot or do you think it'd be only if Wonder Boy got the fin- uh, not the finish but only if Wonder Boy got the win and Gilbert Law, and if Gilbert won he wouldn't get the title shot again he wouldn't get the rematch
0: I think generally – well, here's here's the weird thing is that, like, I don't think they're going to give the Gilbert rematch immediately, especially – even if he beats Warner Boy. It's I'm so
1: sad because gonna... I do think out of all the guys in that division, he's the guy with the best chance.
0: hmm Well, and he hurt him really bad. Yeah. You know I mean, like, he hurt him really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um But, like, I don't know, man. I think it's kind of a pointless conversation because they've already – Dana has this really weird – Hard on, so to speak, for Colby, um, so he's gonna go ahead and give him a title shot next. Which, I mean, his only win is over like a super, super washed Woodley, and that was. Who
1: would particular. you like to see Colby fight? Actually, what fight do you think makes sense? Do you think the winner of Wonder Boy Gilbert could fight Colby, and that make a good fight? And the winner of that wins the shot. Or do yeah, you think the winner, guess, of, the think, winner of Luke Chiesa, fights Colby for the title. Um.
0: Hmm. I would prefer the winner of Kiesa of to fight for the title. I think they should have just – I really hate – So different. you just
1: don't want Kobe in the occasion at all?
0: I I really despise – no. Well, here's here's why I don't want him in the, in the title conversation. I'm really tired of the UFC kind of doing this thing where, like, it doesn't matter if you lose, you get a title shot. If you win one, you get a title shot. Guys like Wonderboy are on more impressive streaks. is on a more impressive streak. is on a more impressive streak. It's just stupid. It is stupid matchmaking. And I get why they're doing it because Kamaru and Colby had a close – kind of close fight two years ago despite the fact that you know, over the course of the fight, we saw that Kamaru clearly put on – you know, like he kind of figured him out over the course of the fight. Like People forget that. It's like this super amazing full back-and-forth fight. It was. But Kamaru also figured him out down the stretch, broke his jaw, and pulled him out. Like – and then he's also improved in spades since then and the only win – that Colby has had has been over a severely washed Tyron Woodley. Who's gonna fight Jake Paul now? Who's gonna fight Jake Paul? So does that mean we're gonna give Jake Paul a, fight, a title shot next? Like, oh, we might have to, dude. Like, I just think it's so stupid that we're giving Colby a title shot. And I thought it was stupid we gave Moz, but all won too. So uh, it's yeah. just dumb. Yeah. I, I like, I I just, I would prefer if Colby went out and beat literally anybody else, like another ranked fighter. Cool with it, right? I'm cool with it, but. It, I just I just don't like it at all.
1: I mean, we'll see what we do, man. I mean, it's it's all out of whack right now. I mean, I mean, we'll talk more about that particular division here in a. Actually, it's gonna be quite a while before well not quite a while but, uh, uh maybe a month before we have to talk about it again. When is Kiesa Luca happening? That's not this month, but the man the month after, right? Might be wrong on that.
0: Uh yeah, along those lines.
1: The thing is though, we won't be talking a lot too much about that, and we know. According to Kamaru, he'd like to defend the title one more time this year, which would be insane. Uh, oh, no. I, I got my opinions about Kamaru right now regarding him as a champ. I think he's a good guy, a good fighter. Title defenses, I mean, a lot of people are kind of, like, looking like looking at it and kind of giving him a lot of praise, like Nasty GSP. I think he's Matt Serra level right now. I know I'm kind of talking a lot about it that now, but it's just kind of thoughts I want to put out there. I mean, his only official title defenses, in my opinion, that kind of matter are Colby and Gilbert he fought Mosbidal who didn't reserve a title shot and he rematched against him after coming off a loss. So, I mean, there's that.
0: Mm. Overall, 170's in a really weird place just in general. Because we're Kobe Kobe Kamaru is obviously gonna be happening, and Kamaru is just gonna keep on I mean, does this mean he has to rematch? Like does this mean after that, what happens, you know what I mean? It does I mean he's going to fight Leon Edwards next, and we're going to get three straight rematches for <laughs> Kamaru Usman. Um, it just – it sucks. It, it kind of does suck right now 170. I mean, 170 up until recently it's just been like a bunch of dudes refusing to fight each other too. So
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it just – it's filled with a lot of drama queens. It's kind of boring. That being said, that was still a hell of a fight on Saturday. Nate Diaz, man, it does not matter if he wins or loses.
1: He never um, loses in his eyes.
0: <laughs> and and look it's one of those things where it's like that was almost a perfect ending in a way because leon gets his win he might be an extra title shot now i doubt it i don't yeah
1: can you believe he got booed i can <laughs> i mean i can believe it but it's just like really people fuck off well, you guys um,
0: shit dude the first the first crowd back booed the shit out of way lee because she was chinese i was not like i i don't care about yeah. like fan reaction anymore um
1: oh you know all, all fans are assholes to an extent you know
0: oh absolutely we're all just we're all watching people beat the shit out of each other i'm not expecting like great human beings i I'm Right. Not, like,
1: i mean it's kind of fucked up to watch people beat each other up but you know it's
0: yeah no i get your point um it,
1: it's pretty sport man it's not glad you're at your times we're not trying to see anybody die
0: for sure for sure um but i mean as far as that goes it's going to stay with the multi action, action, move on down but muhammad man feeding demi maya do you have anything you want to say about this fight
1: I am not surprised. It's just Damian Myers should retire. He's a great guy for the sport. He did his time. Bless your soul, brother. You are one of the most respected guys in, in all MMA. There is no one nicer than you. There's no one more respectful than you. There's no one more honorable than you in this sport, I think. Uh, Just move on. You know, you don't need to fight. You don't need to prove anything to us. You have shown us how great you are. I am happy with what you've done for the sport. It's just that I'm just ready to see him go and not be in the rankings.
0: <laughs> you know what? That was a lot nicer than, than what I thought you were going to say, because this fight sucked. And so, <laughs> um, look, man, I had a lot of good Damian Maya memories, honestly. I, I mean, these past few fights. When Damian
1: I, Maya took Kamara Usman's back and the ref stopped it.
0: So stupid. Um, <laughs> the all fight was a lot of fun. That's like one of my favorite uh, fights. It's like forgotten about. Like, cause it wasn't, it wasn't super entertaining. It like, was, it was just these back and forth yeah. scrambles with Maya and Masvidal. Masvidal having to survive. Mai had something like 10 minutes of ground control, like, with his back, and he still couldn't submit him. But and occasionally, was on all Masvidal out.
1: Yeah,
0: ben Masvidal. <laughs> <laughs> On the feet. Destroyed, absolutely destroyed him. Um, yeah, man, I have a lot of good memories of Damian Maya. It sucks to see that's the way he went out, because it was such a boring fight in Polo Muhammad. He got the win, but even then, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't feel like it was this big coming out of like coming out party like it should have been. Um, poor regardless, I mean, he's gonna be
1: shelved. Him. Oh, it really sucks. Who do you think he fights next? I know that that back at welterweight, we haven't we were all the welterweights are all over the place
0: tonight, man. All, they're all over the place, my guy. Uh, as far as Bilal, he's ranked number nine now. So, I mean, I want to say Jeff Neal, but I think Jeff Neal should probably fight somebody lower ranked after these last two fights. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Fuck it, give him the loser, Luke Chiesa.
0: Yeah, do that. You did it.
1: There we go.
0: You did it. Um, You're
1: welcome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and then as far, but I mentioned how that wasn't really a coming out party. Can we talk about Paul Craig for a minute, man? yeah. Oh, I mean, good
1: for the guy, right? First
0: of all. I think this is his coming out party, man. I feel like we've been waiting for a while now for like a kind of because Paul Craig's got some good wins, but they're always kind of weird. You know what I mean? Um, Ante Degulov, that's he's not very good. I don't even know if he's still in the UFC anymore. Shogun's like, super washed.
1: Then look but at his gets, losses, too, though. Those yeah. are the kind of weird ones, too. Like, Khalil Roundtree, like, 2017 Khalil Roundtree, too. You know what I mean? Versus now Khalil Roundtree. Like, no disrespect to Khalil Roundtree. Good competitor. But you know what I mean. Jimmy Crew, young guy, caught him in a kimura, And, you know, Paul Craig is good at submissions. So that was kind of like, you know, he got beat at his own game. It was his only submission loss, and it was to a younger guy. And Alonzo Menafield. In uh, 2019, he got KO'd. So it's kind of, you know, I don't know.
0: Well, and the Magomed on Goliath win is his best win of his career. But even then, like, he was losing literally every single second of that fight until they got the submission. Literally the last second possible. Yeah. Um, But I feel like this is truly his first coming out, like, party, dude. This, this is the biggest win of his career for my money just because of how it happened.
1: I mean, he's 33 years old. Do you think he could string the wins together and, and find himself? Probably not,
0: but I feel like this is the first time that I've watched a Paul Craig fight and been like, oh, yeah, that dude can be a top contender.
1: Well, look, he just passed Misha Sirkunov, Jimmy Crew, who Jimmy Crew beat Paul Craig, uh, and, uh, and Jamal Hill in the rankings. He's ranked 12th now. People ahead of him are Ryan Spann, who's proving me wrong, who's looking for a big fight, <laughs> uh, Johnny Walker, and Nikita Krylov, just to name a few. I mean, maybe Paul Craig... Woken mirror.
0: I was that's so weird. I was just about to say that. The fight makes a lot of sense.
1: Uh, and I don't know who Ryan Span's going to fight. I'm, I think they're going to give him a big name. I could see him giving him like a Nikita Krylov at rank mm-hmm. nine right now. I know that I'm kind of talking about other people, but maybe even an Anthony Smith, which is Ryan Span. Ryan Span Anthony Smith sounds like a banger, actually.
0: I think Anthony Smith just had a fight booked, but don't quote me on that. Let me see that real quickly.
1: Really? I, if it is, I'm not made aware. I may but... be
0: wrong. He's fighting Ryan Spann. Holy
1: shit, man! man oh I'm a, I'm on this shit, man! I'm on <laughs> this shit, man! I Wait, kid you for, not, I'm it, Josh. What did you see, bro, what did you start? I got hired yesterday, Josh. You got, you got hired yesterday. I got I got Are the insider information. Josh, they're rigging Wonder Boy versus Burns. <laughs> no, I'm just dude. If I'm right about that now, I'm gonna lose my shit.
0: I mean, you've been hitting lately, dude. You have been hitting. I don't um, miss.
1: I don't miss. Don't, that, don't what miss. is? You know how Katie's name on Instagram is Easy Money Sniper. I'm Easy Money Sniper. <laughs>
0: it's well, you know what, man? It's, it's better to go over 30 rather than over 7 because that means you stop trying. You <laughs> lost confidence and you never <laughs> stop. Um, You're right. You're right, champ. Yeah. Let's go, champ! Shout out Paul Craig, though. Nice win. As far as the undercard stuff though goes, though, what what are the fights you want to go and highlight?
1: Uh, performances. Brad Riddell for me, honestly. Uh, one of the biggest performances of the night for me. Uh, I'd say so. Looked good. Almost, I feel like at one point, he kind of was coming from behind. I thought Drew Dober kind of had him for a second there. If I remember, right? Like, Drew Dober Yeah, he had... had. Like they were going back and forth. I'm trying to remember the fight right now, but if I remember at one point, they were both kind of swinging a bit. He had Drew Dober hurt, too. Drew Dober hurt. Drew Dober, a tough guy. Uh, But yeah, definitely a good performance. Happy to see him get a a win against a ranked guy. Obviously, after his last fight getting scrapped because uh, what was it, COVID? What 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 get scrapped?
0: I honestly don't even know.
1: Well, getting scrapped for some reason. It's it's good to see both those guys get a win at, in their own right. Uh, obviously Laurie Murphy with the win over JoJo. Um, uh, some controversy there, right? If I remember right.
0: I know some people thought that she won. Um, JoJo did, but I you know I thought Laurie Murphy won. I didn't think it was a bad decision.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see her fight uh, her girl, Valentina uh, Shevchenko.
0: Oh, why um, you laugh? Why are you? La- What's so funny, man? What's so funny? Because I, 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 it's funny
1: that they've held off so long. That's why, Josh. <laughs> That's why they, I, they, they, they were trying to force my girl out, and now she's gonna fight Shevchenko. I hope.
0: Your girl, she's finally, she's finally gonna get the title shot. Um, she deserves it. I mean, if there's, this, you know, any criticism we have of war murphy it's not that she did not earn her way there dude she's gone through a lot of shit
1: oh, man she's worked her way through, through tough and now here she's she's done it she's she's right there hopefully she can get that opportunity
0: no, dude shout out to her man she's literally come such a long way i remember on tough Nadia alberts couldn't even remember her name
1: holy fuck that's bad
0: he called her barb oh
1: no he mixed
0: up her and barb i think honichek which is hilarious. But, yeah, man, Chad Alor Murphy getting the title shot next. Uh, Brad Adele, Drew Dober, fight of the night. Eric Andrews getting the win. Maltavar, Ivalov getting the win. Uh, Pini Kinzad defeating Alexis Davis. That was a good one. Steven Peterson. What an asshole, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, I don't normally say this about fighters, but he misses weight by three pounds, I want to say? Two and a half? Um, And then fights pretty dirty I think he grabbed the cage at one or two points against Chase Hooper Uh, he faked a glove touch I mean he said he was going to play the heel role but there's playing the heel role and there's actually being dirty so I I don't know Um, regardless though he beat a talented kid in Chase so I can't take that away from him
1: I know dude the teenage dream no longer the teenage dream just now the dream
0: just the dream and then lastly Terrence McKinney dude seven seconds more like three knocking out Matt Favola and then injuring himself uh, seconds off, later, dude. It's crazy. Later, uh, Josh, jumping off the
1: cage. What a cool story, though, right? Eight days yeah, notice, comes dies. in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I think we may have touched on it last week, but nearly dies uh, after a bad Shrooms trip. Uh, gets tased oh, yeah.
1: I completely forgot about that. It's the same
0: guy. It's the same guy. He nearly died after a bad trip on Shrooms. He was also drinking. Dude got crossfaded. Tries to fight the cops. Ends up getting tased to death. Dies twice in an ambulance on the way there down to the hospital. Ends up getting into MMA. Five years later, boom, in the UFC, seven-second knockout against Matt Revolt. Which, by the way, he was coming off a 30-second knockout like eight days before that.
1: Dude, isn't that crazy how life is like that? By the way, he seems like such a nice guy, by the way. I mean, He, nice. he, he seems so emotional after that. Like, I, I don't know his personal life. I don't know what adversity he's been through. But right now, he's running a, a four-fight win streak now. He's in the UFC. He's made it. He's young. I'm sure Dana gave him a nice little bonus. He talked about that. I mean, dude, it is, uh, it is this is a fun story. This, this is what we like to see. This is how we like to see people's life changes through the sport. And hopefully he keeps on you know, keeps on trucking, and uh, hopefully he's not hurt and he's fine because we want to see him fight again.
0: For sure, man. That kid seems to have a lot of talent, especially coming on. And being a guy in who's always been super durable.
1: And he came on the Contender Series back in '20. He got finished, sadly. Uh, Sean Woodson finished him, actually, in the first round. Hmm, uh okay. yeah i mean that's how life is man but uh he's found himself back here and uh maybe he's looking to get that one back at some point so maybe, maybe. uh i'm excited to see what this kid can offer i mean he's a uh very capable of getting finishes very talented uh so i don't know man i i hope they get him a fight soon i'm really excited
0: hmm, for sure and uh but as far as that goes that's pretty much all we got for that card but angel my man uh they're back again on uh, out in the UC Apex this Saturday night, Las Vegas, Nevada. Another fight night that, um, you know, mixed bag. Um, but nonetheless, the main event, in my opinion, is an absolute banger. I mean, as much as we're going to talk about in, in, in a minute, how the rest of the card's kind of lacking, the main event, Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie, taking on Danny hey, Obviously, Chan Sung Jung looking to rebound after a loss to Brian Ortega. Before that, he was seemingly in line for a title shot, man. That seemed like almost kind of kind of a layup for him. I mean, he'd had like something like three or four main events in a row. He knocked out Moy he knocked out Frankie Edgar. It seemed like he was his time. Lost to Ortega. He's looking to get back into the win column, be back in the title conversation. Danny gay, man, he seemingly really turned a corner. I mean, this is a dude who like came into the UFC with a loss to Julio Arce. And that just that was such a distant memory ago, dude. Only loss since then was the comicator. His been over Mursad Bektik. Edson Barbosa knocked out Gavin Tucker in 22 seconds earlier this year. And now he's back for a second main event, man. How would you see this one going? And what are the thoughts on the fight itself?
1: I'm, I'm very – I feel like this is a pick-em fight, man. You can pick either guy. It, it's. I it, it feel like it's pretty 50-50. Um, I don't know who I'm going to go with. I I, I feel like – I'm going to go Danny Ige. Screw it. I'm going to go Danny Ige. I, I've been hung up on it all week. I, I didn't know kind of leading into today who I wanted to pick is going back and forth i'm like i kind of feel like picking zombie zombies are really i mean i feel like this would be a really sneaky fight if, if i feel like zombie can pull it out but i'm gonna pick danny ige
0: yeah man and i'm kind of on the same wavelength where i've kind of been wondering back and forth because it, you know danny ige showed so much improvement over his last few fights i think the fact that he's able to go all five with cater was really a big deal to me now i did thought he i thought he lost to barbosa and i also thought he lost to Bactic. Uh, both those were split decisions, but outside of that, dude, he sh- still showed a lot of heart because he has a skill level. But I think we're going to remember why we thought Korean Zombie was going to fight for the title next. I think we oh, both yeah. picked him to beat Brian Ortega, and I think he's I think he's going to show his uh, levels to this shit. Uh, I'm going to go um, the Korean Zombie via knockout, my man.
1: Yeah, I, I like the pick, man. I mean, he's a sneaky guy. He's one of those – I mean, who else is like him in the UFC who can be sneaky like that, dude, who can just, like, come out and get a
0: win like that? Like, is there anybody else you can think
1: of in the UFC right now? The dude in the
0: come? Coleman event, Alexio Olenek. Ah, uh, I,
1: I guess, yeah, but that's because a lot of heavyweights are really bad at ground yeah, game, yeah, yeah. and Olenek has really good submissions.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. But, so yeah. Yeah, Korean Zombie one of those dudes who just kind of—you can never count him out of any fight just by virtue of how durable he is and how much heart he has, and he's—he's he's a zombie dude. Dude never gets tired, never gets broken. Um. But we can go ahead moving on since I went ahead and just brought up the combative event. Alexey Oleinik, still fighting, man. He is he is 43, turning 44 next week. Uh, he is still ranked in the top 15, ranked number 15. Lost two in a row to Derek Lewis and Chris Daukaus. Uh, he's always been an up and down guy though, so it's not particularly surprising. Looking to get his 60th win against the rising Sergei Spivak. Crazy to think about because I remember Sergei Spivak came into the UFC. Uh, and he got knocked out by Walt Harris something like 25 seconds. Uh, um, uh, but outside of that, he's done a really good job rebounding since then, dude. Like after that, just terrible debut. He lived, did lose to Tiber, but he still has won three of his last four, uh, beating Jared Vanderaw, Ty Tuibas, and Carlos Felipe. Those last two names, both pretty damn good dudes in their own right. So, uh, who do you got in the co-main event?
1: Uh, you know, I'm gonna see Lina gets the 60th win, man. I'm calling it right now. Ezekiel choke first round
0: really that's bold man that is that's, I, I
1: just kind of i think olinic could beat him though i feel like sergey's a good guy but i think he's not like top 10 heavyweight
0: status right now i don't either i still think he's good enough to beat olinic um
1: <laughs> i know but I, mean, I, I look at his losses and, and i talked i think i talked about it a little bit of the show marcia tabura walt harris those guys are really good and i rate olenic kind of just a little bit below them right now, uh, so I, I feel pretty confident in that. I mean, I feel like his wins like Tai Tuivasa, like you named it, Carlos Felipe. I mean, like those are guys who are good, but they're guys who sit just outside of the rankings, and I feel like Olinik next one of those guys who can sit in the rankings.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I see, you, I see your argument. I am going to go ahead and take Sergei Spivak, but I would not be surprised at all to see Olinik get that win just because every Is that, single time that man's man. dead, he somehow pulls it out, man. I mean, I thought he was, I thought he was done after the Lawler Harris fight. Especially, I mean, the Overeem one where he got brutalized and the Walt Harris put him out in 12 seconds and he comes back, beats Morty Green, beats Fabrizio Verdun, probably the best win of his career. He did lose to Lewis and Dawkins, but even the Lewis fight, I mean, there were some scrambles in there where it's like, oh, man, if, if Olenek, went, if he zigged instead of zagged, you know, he could have gotten some missions along those lines. So, yeah. Um, regardless, so I am going to go and take Saragas-Vivak. I just did not like the way Olenek has looked. Like. He's, he's, he was always slow, but he's looked like he's gotten significantly slower
1: i was um, gonna ask you I, is that the first time in forever that we've disagreed in a while i feel like it is
0: we disagreed last week i think i picked damien maya i don't remember if i picked Damian maya but i said damien maya might win and you were like no way
1: <laughs> uh yeah i didn't think he would win and he but did i it.
0: want to say this is the first time in a long time that we disagreed on the main and the co-main Oh, we disagreed on both. Oh shit! I picked, dude, I right. picked Korean Zombie. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I didn't even think yeah. about it because I was so focused on the Olympic one.
0: Yeah, so I, I think this is the first time in a long time. I can't, I have to go back and check the records, but I like the non-existent quartet sound off records. But um, you are winning, by the way, in the picks competition. You are up, you are up two on me. Oh, Neither one of our records is very good this year, which I think is a, kind it, of a good thing because it shows how crazy MMA May has been.
1: But it's only two, though, you know what I mean? So, like, that could change literally this week where we both disagreed on.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Either you're going to go and increase your lead or we're going to be tied. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as that moving on, my man, outside of those top two fights, I mean, it's kind of, there's a couple of interesting ones. But uh, regardless, which are the fights you want to go and highlight?
1: Oh, man, let me go back and uh, look at her, her, what we have coming up this week, brother. I, know I was looking at some stuff. I, 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 there's there's really not a lot there sadly but you know marlon chito uh, marlon chito vera is one of our guys right he's he's kind of like the one thing that we have going for this week uh no disrespect to the rest of the court uh fun guy always come out and perform uh matt brown diego limo weird fucking matchup how do you feel about that
0: i think that's i think it's weird but right where both dudes are you know what i mean they're both barely outside of that top 15 i'd say um, Diego had a really good fight against Bilal last time out. And then Matt Brown, I mean, he's still, he's older, but he seems, after he took off that break for like two years, some along those lines, he's looked good, man. Um, he knocked out Ben Saunders. He had a really competitive fight with Miguel Baalza. He did lose but Remember, he almost knocked him out in the first. Uh, and then Carlos Condit, that was a really fun fight. So I think it's, it, it makes sense, but it is kind of weird on paper.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's an interesting. We got Chaos Williams coming back, buddy. Uh, who is he fighting? Matthew Smellsberger. Interesting. Uh, he went from Michelle Barra to Matthew Smellsberger. I mean, that just goes to show how the UFC is sometimes.
0: For sure, man. For sure. Um, Julian Arosa should be fun. Um, he's generally a pretty entertaining guy. And then outside of that, I, I do got to go ahead and highlight. Uh, Josh Parisian, Roque Martinez should be some, some
1: that, fun. I feel like that, that could be fun. Yeah, you're right. I didn't yeah, that think could, that that's going to be
0: fun. Not the best dudes, but should be fun. Rick Glenn, Joaquin Sylvia uh, should be fun as well. And then the last one I'll go ahead and highlight. Conoco Morata, Verna yep. uh Two Invicta Strawweight champs going at it. Uh, Conoco 12-1, and 1, Verna 16-2. and 2. Uh, Verna's only two losses are to Carlo Esparza and Mackenzie Dern. She is a phenomenal grappler. Uh, Conoco is pretty well-rounded everywhere. Her fight against Emily Ducote back in, like, November 2019, one of my favorite fights of that year. Uh, and she last beat Reina Marco. So that is a that is a very, very sneaky fight between two fighters. I'm not sure if they're ranked at Strava well yet. I think Roba maybe. But I think both of them have a very bright future at that weight class. So that's what i got my man those that's my little i I always like seeing you know i love covering Invicta for that reason because you see like some fires not all of them i'd say the vast majority of them don't but like you see like them pop up and they'll make a they'll make a good name for themselves i mean some fires come out of Invicta lately that have just been been killing it so it's it's nice to see
1: all right I, i agree on the on that that is a nice thing i'm happy you do cover Invicta. i'm happy that's where you started man i hope you never lose that honestly uh, me neither.
0: I, I didn't go to they actually had events last week maybe
1: yeah i heard about I, they just started having events very recently um i was gonna ask you about that are they had doing media are they doing people can people watch it they,
0: they had limited media for the first time of forever at the last one but they also announced that card literally on eight days notice so i had other obligations so I wait got
1: it wait so how did they uh but the fighters knew, like, it was going to happen. The fighters just... knew, but they
0: didn't, they didn't publicly announce, cause, and they didn't have to sell tickets because it was an open venue, uh-huh. so they didn't really. And generally speaking, as a media guy who covers it, it's probably, like, it's like me and other and six other dudes, generally.
1: Hey, shout out to you six guys for putting in that work, though.
0: Shout out to my boy Ray Freeman. Uh, he, oh, he, man, like, you're
1: saying names, bro. I'm I love saying
0: it. names, dude. Um, he actually, because he actually opened up, um, he's, he's such a cool dude. He's a dude who, like, um, I think I told the story once before, I told Max that he got robbed against, not robbed, I told him that I thought he beat Dustin the second time, and then I walked to the media desk, he's like, I was like, man, what'd you, uh, what'd you talk to Max about? I said, oh yeah, man, I thought, I told him that he thought he beat Volk. <laughs> and I was like, dude, really? No fucking way. Um, but yeah, he's actually, he opened up a free, uh, community jiu-jitsu, uh, like recently. Oh,
1: Re- is he the guy you're always tweeting about? Or oh yeah,
0: he, he's, he's a sweet dude. He, he's a great dude. Um. Uh-huh like free community jiu for kids in kansas city
1: i see uh, that that's that's awesome stuff dude i saw i saw those uh videos he, he posted i i always like retweet it i i actually might i need to like donate a bit because I, I always see it and i like, for some reason i just have not
0: yeah he's, he's a great dude he's always there my boy benny abs for fanside was actually at the last invicto so shout out him as well um so yeah man uh overall though i'd not get to attend but i will in the future but i I did had to bring up Vern- Ginger Roba. She was the main event of the first Invicta card I covered. Uh, so I got a, I got a, I got a special place for her. She choked out G, uh Genesis I want to say.
1: Man, you still remember that too. I respect you. I do. It.
0: I got cuz behind me, Angel, we don't have we don't have video on. But behind me, I have all of my Invicta like things. Like all of my um, press passes. Like they're like hung up on the wall.
1: Oh, by the way, Josh, I know I'm saying this on the podcast. probably should tell you it privately, but your birthday for the people who don't know is what was What is it now? Two weeks ago? A week ago?
0: It was, uh, yeah.
1: Two it was weeks. a week ago. It was a week ago, right? It was the 7th, right? 7th, yeah. So it was last Monday. I uh, wished you a happy birthday, like, hella early in the morning because I work overnight. Mm. And uh, by the way, I was the first, right?
0: Officially. Because uh, it was through text. Okay, so here's the weird thing about that. Te- yes, technically you were the fir- first one to tell me on my birthday. However, Snapchat, for some reason, had my birthday set on the sixth. So yeah, I got I- some texts. But,
1: six? Oh man, fuck all those people because you know I did it on the right day.
0: You did it on the right day though. Exactly. But yeah, continue with the story.
1: Your birthday gift is on its way. What does that mean? It's on its way. Like I I like I I had ordered it. I was I was going back and forth that I was gonna get you. The first gift, I like you a lot, Josh, but I was not gonna pay the price for it. <laughs>
0: i'm so confused should I, I, I say
1: what it is No, I want to, i'll tell you what i'll tell you when i show you your gift actually i think it'll be a lot I'll, I'll, there'll be more context to it
0: oh man yeah now, now see now now we got now we have a lure for the next time we do we do the show because now well, they have to find out
1: <laughs> well not even that i'm not going to give it to you until you come over and watch conor mcgregor versus dustin i already told exactly.
0: you. exactly so we have we have a lure for the next three weeks guys you got to stay posted to find out what angel got for my birthday oh, yeah, i also it, have no idea
1: it's going to be on the gram you're going to post it on the gram dude it's it's cool it's it's big too you're going you're going to dig it
0: no fucking way yeah yeah can, can you give like, me a
1: hint it's it's mma related
0: i'll take it i'll take, yes. i mean i have honestly assumed but i'll take it.
1: I'll take yes it. it's mma related so, so <laughs> like
0: guys check back through josh weeks. is
1: like i literally bought
0: max Hall. <laughs> Wait, no, <I'm> just <laughs> the the fighter literally bought max holloway
1: yeah so he'll fight for us in the pits you know he'll do his thing
0: <laughs> if you guys talk shit on twitter i'll send max holloway after you it's all good
1: exactly so fuck off <laughs>
0: yeah but thanks man I, I didn't even know i didn't even know but um damn that's cool yeah so check back in in three weeks guys Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that's gonna be fun i might give it early we'll see what happens
0: we'll see what happens we'll, 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 we'll feel it out we'll feel it out but as far as MMA goes, that does kind of end our segment as far as MMA goes. But guys, knocking into the show because Angel, it, it it happened. The Phoenix Suns, the prophecy was foretold by a fan in the stands.
1: Suns, Suns and, and four. four.
0: Suns and four. After
1: being the fuck out of a Nuggets fan, he he
0: he beat one Nuggets fan's ass. And the other one the just because he was scared. The other one was scared. The other one was scared. And then he was talk he was talking shit to the other to the dude's friend while beating his, the other guy's ass. That's some baller shit. Suns and that, four, baby. Suns and four. The prophecy was foretold. I really like how our NBA playoff stuff. Dude, yeah also, NBA
1: playoffs have been crazy since fans returned. I mean, granted, some for the worse, some for the better,
0: right? So, in the Suns' case, for the better. That dude needs to be have his own action figure. We need I mean, to get him in the cage.
1: I mean, Book already tweeted out, what's this guy's at? I want to get him some tickets or something. I forgot what he said.
0: Yeah, well, he did.
1: So, shout out to that guy.
0: Yo, but, I mean, I like how most of our NBA coverage has almost entirely been on the Suns. Just because- hey, man, that, they're the ones in the playoffs. They're the ones showing out, man. They ain't been struggling. They've been putting out the work. I mean, they're, they're putting in the work. They're not struggling at all. 4-0. World, um, baby. you're experiencing what I would have loved to experience. Because I've spent... I, I'm the one who always... for the past few years... Well,
1: talked, at least you've seen the Thunder it. in the playoffs
0: not too long ago. Exactly. But I never got to see the Thunder win in the playoffs. You saw them win some games. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, but not a... I've not watched... The Thunder ever won a series since 2016? Really? They made the playoffs four straight years, and I think we were out, yeah. out, out, out. So... Regardless, I mean, you're getting to have that, though. You're making the Western Commerce Finals. You guys absolutely favored, I'd say. Even Chris Ball, he did come down with COVID. That just got announced, but... I think it will be
1: fine. I think we'll be cool. Be well,
0: your thing also, because I guess he got COVID, but he was vaxxed. So I believe... Uh, and don't quote me on this. I'm not a doctor at all. I mean, I know you're somewhat in the medical field, but... From my understanding with the COVID vax, I believe it's that, like, you're not... I mean, obviously, getting COVID is harder, But also, once you do get it, the symptoms aren't as bad. So also, depending on how that series goes right now with the Jazz and the Clippers, he may be back in time for the start of it. So
1: yeah, I mean, I hope. I mean, let me tell you this: I hope today the Jazz play in the Clippers. I'm really hoping for the Jazz game seven, man. You know, obviously, I want them to push that as much as they can. They play a game seven. They play on Sunday, and I feel like they wouldn't play until maybe Tuesday, Wednesday again, right? If they were to win, yeah, they wouldn't play until midway midway next week. So.
0: So you, you may have him back. I, I don't think he'd be back for game one. Probably game two, I'd say.
1: I hope, man. Yeah, I mean, I really do. And, uh, I mean, let's get right into the series that are left, Josh. I mean, let's recap what happened. I mean, let's recap the last three games because, you know, we don't got to go that far back. But Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday, uh, the 76ers pissed away a lead in such shitty fashion that Joel and B didn't even feel like crying. Uh, <laughs> they They absolutely have thrown two massive leads. And lost. Now it's three two, and uh, yeah, I I like the fucking disappointment in Philadelphia right now is so I'm mean, Granted though, Josh, I know you know a lot about all kind of sports. I'm sure you could talk a lot of shit about Philly sports for me if you wanted to, right?
0: Man, Philly's just garbage. That is, a, it is a garbage city with garbage people. That's that's what Philly is. <laughs>
1: Man,
0: the, the Eagles have won. One thing in the last sixty years, all right. I mean, it's actually, I, honestly, I don't got any beef with Philly. I got beef with the Sixers, though. They are just, they are a perennial disappointment every single year. I said it. I said it when it, we start it talking. It's sad
1: how much faith we have in them, because you know, I feel like every year we're like, the Sixers are doing it this year, man. The Sixers, trust the process.
0: Well, after last year, I was fed up. After last year when they got swept, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I was done. I mean, I've I've banked on them so much, and it's like, I mean, it was it was really really bad whenever like, cause let's let's go through the, the last few playoff losses, right? They lost to Kawhi in the game seven, understandable. The year before that, they lost to the Celtics in a series they should have won, you know. Um, the year after the Kawhi thing, I believe didn't they get swept by the Celtics?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they are just then this year, they're about to choke away. A series to a hawks team which on paper i mean this on paper this should be a six game series at best and this like could sh- even be a
1: five dude i mean they're playing a young team who is solid but i feel yeah. like as far as overall talent level the talent is on the sixer side and they're not performing
0: yeah that's that's why i said like at best
1: you're like, losing to trey young right now Joel Embiid is losing to Trey Young, and it's no disrespect to, to, to the guys on on uh, on Atlanta. I mean, they're good guys, is they're talented guys, is but no guys. one, yeah, but no one on that team is, and in no disrespect to Trey Young, is as talented and as big as a superstar as Joel Embiid.
0: It is about the It's like they're, it's not just that like they're losing to Trey Young and they have Joel Embiid, and, but they have. If you were to go and stat rank the teams, right, and you did like who were the best five players in the series, Fox it mostly would mostly be 76 players. Yeah. Like I, I,
1: like I don't care what anybody says. Tobias Harris, in my opinion, is better than John Collins. John Collins is a good young player at this point in time. I think Tobias Harris is a better player. Tobias Absolutely. Harris is not perform, but I think it might be the system too. Then that's something else. Joel mm-hmm. Embiid is the best center from either team. Now point guard, Trey Young. Obviously, we can't take that away from shooting guard. Uh, I mean, granted, Ben Simmons, you know, he's kind of, you know, the positions, but I feel like most, most talent is coming from his, now youth, don't get me wrong. The Hawks have all the youth. Kevin Herter, talented guy. Trey Young, we know what he's capable of. John Collins, no question about it. Uh, even their draft picks, they literally played their rookie. They were not afraid to play, granted, they played like garbage time, but still, they played their, that's how confident they were. They scored 40 points in the fourth and played their fucking rookie at one point. Yeah. The Suns did not even play their rookie for this year.
0: And you mentioned like the dudes are younger, right? here's the thing they're younger generally speaking when you've got a young team like that, they should not be beating the established number one seed and here's the thing I think they probably get it done I think they're probably gonna win that series i I, lose, I like they they
1: might they might and, and the and the thing is I feel like the sad thing is the team that comes out of this is gonna get demolished by the next team, which is a sad thing to hear,
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, they would. I was not a believer in the Bucks before... And I think if it's the Hawks, it might even be a 4 row. I don't know about that. I think... Actually, I think it's the reverse. I think this Hawks team has got some moxie, dude. I think they're going to fight like hell. The 76 so. though...
1: They're going to be tough. They're going to be like that old Hawks team from a couple of years ago with Kyle Corbin, be scrappy.
0: Actually, I, lo- I low-key, one of my favorite Hawks teams... One of my favorite NBA teams of all time was like that 2015 Hawks team that won like 60 games. Not some along those lines. Like see, I were, think
1: they'll fight. I think they'll be. I'll, I think they'll be competitive, but I can see it being a four-o and just out. I can see it being
0: like.
1: I don't wow. see them winning it. They can't. They're. They're not going to win their conference. They're not going to make it to the finals. They're good. Right. They're good for what they are, but they're not there yet.
0: I can see it being a four-o and like. Do you remember like there was like a Cavs Pacers series like all those years ago? It was like 2016 where like the Cavs won four-o, but like it was something like a total margin of 22 points. Yeah, it's competitive. Game. I could see it being one of those if it's a four-o. Because the Hawks got a lot of talent. They're super scrappy. They're not going to let down. But I feel like as far
1: as dealing with certain people on the teams from the other side, they want people to, like, like there's no one on that team who could defend Giannis. There's no no. match. They're going to have to double-team the shit out of Giannis. They leave Middleton open. None of their wings, I think, will be able to to cover Middleton as well. Uh, And then outside of that, I feel like... Shit, what else do they got? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I just don't see it. I don't see them beating the Bucks. And then if the Nets Kyrie comes back or Horton's kind of a show of what he is, I think honestly the way the Nets are right now could beat the Hawks right now. It could beat the Hawks in a series with no with no Kyrie and a,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And, a and a hobbling J- James Harden. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just what I think.
0: No, I would agree too because even like I think if there's one thing that these two series have showed us. Is that like the East has some good teams, but we still see like there's still such a level between the Bucks and the Nets and everybody else. And even 76ers, who like everybody had a lot of hype on, I'm like, I was never really on them, and now they're about to lose to the Hawks. I, mean, I think they do, dude. That team looked crushed. I mean, if
1: they're looked... Pissing, I mean, if they're pissing it away like this, they might actually. I mean, I'm, I, I guess I'll agree with you. Yeah, uh, fuck it, you know, uh, Hawks just... win it. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's made me so mad now. I think you've convinced me now to not have any faith in Philly. That I'm just gonna go with it. Fuck it.
0: I just, I have zero faith in them, dude. Like it is, it is embarrassing. It is legitimately embarrassing. I mean, they're gonna play. Like, are they gonna play today?
1: Yeah, they're playing today. They're playing today at night.
0: Yeah. So oh. I would not be surprised if, if sitting here tomorrow, dude. Like it's 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 GG. Um, but as far as as far, I think we talked enough about the about that series go and move on to the other e-series and that's bucks dude um i really thought now Green, dude, it's, been kind of a,
1: it's it's been kind of a shit show though and james Harden to get hurt it's it's been weird i think if it's all three really of those guys are healthy they win
0: if they if all three guys are healthy it's a sweep
1: probably yeah
0: straight up i mean i, I pro, probably not a sweep i take that back probably like five games um but um it's a gentleman's sweep if all three are healthy Dude, by here
1: the way, we are, Fox sisters just started, by the way, so we'll react to that right after the podcast on Twitter. Perfect,
0: perfect. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, the, the Nets in the box. Who do you who do you think, man? Who do you really think?
1: I think Giannis needs to say, "Fuck it, I'm an MVP. I'm a defense. I'm a former Defensive Player of the Year. Take PJ Tucker off. Kevin Durant, put me on KD. Let's lock it down. They're hurt. Let's win this Game Seven in devastating fashion. Let's get to these finals finally." Give me my shot at winning a ring. And uh, you know, it, it's really that, dude. It really is that. I think uh, that's really what it is. They need a lockdown, they need to get it. I think I need to see, I need to see Giannis go absolute crazy. I think Giannis like is has so much talent. I mean, he's the next biggest thing in this league. He's gonna be the name once LeBron is gone, in my opinion. Uh you know, like he he's already a big name, like now. Giannis is known. I mean, if if someone watches NBA. You don't even got to be a fan. You don't got to be a deep fan. If I see Greek Freak or Giannis, you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I need to see that out of him this year, right now. Get on the matchup with KD this game. You know, that's tomorrow. That's on Saturday. That's that's tomorrow night at 730. I need to see something out of him. I don't know if the game is in Milwaukee or in Brooklyn. I don't give a fuck, man. (laughs) I want to see the greatest Giannis performance out of him he's ever
0: had. Well, and here's the thing. Is I think we're going to get it. I actually think the Bucs are going to take it this series, man. I think they're going to do it. Um, I feel like we've been waiting because we've been waiting so long for, like, this Giannis breakup performance. Even whenever they've been the favorites, they've always kind of faltered or it's always like, oh, they're one piece away or they're, that, they're like one game away, so, so on and so forth, right? I feel like now's the time, dude. I feel like this is going to be his final. They finally. have the
1: kill, man. They have the kill. That's what it fucking is right now.
0: They have them. Like, they have them. Like, they have them dead to rights. They they should have, honestly, probably won the series in six.
1: They're Leon Edwards on their feet going out, and they're Nate Diaz. They hit the Stockton slap. They need to capitalize, Josh.
0: They need to, dude. I mean, they are so close. Because, like, going into that game seven, I mean, they got to put the pedal to the metal, dude. They really have to because you're in a position now where it's like if you lose to a – they shouldn't have lost already to a hobbled – james harden and kd they should not have done that already but they did now they're in this position
1: dude, but they, they need they, to be matt hughes yeah the, <laughs> uh, the opposition has to be gsp they gotta get on that submission they gotta get, get that
0: on bar, dude gotta get it i think they're gonna do dude i really think this is his time i truly believe this um now it doesn't matter because the sun's at four if they make it that far to the finals but
1: um <laughs> i love the <SMG. laughs> energy.
0: Suns at four but yeah dude um Moving on to the West, I guess the only series we need to really talk about, Clippers, Jazz, do you actually think the Jazz are going to be able to hang in there for one more game?
1: I think they can. I mean, Kawhi's out, but damn, did the Jazz look good in those last minutes. I don't know if you saw that game, that last game, but, dude, Game 5 was so fun to watch at the end. I was watching it. Granted, should it have gone to what it went to in those last couple minutes? No, in my opinion, not. They really should have closed it out. Reggie Jackson hit some big shots. Shout out to uh, Marcus Morris having a— Breakout performance, good for him. Shout out to one of the Morris twins for doing something. Uh, uh, Yeah, no. um, I don't know, if Kawhi comes back, I feel like they close it out tonight. If not, I can see it going to Game 7, which, once again, for my money, please do it.
0: For real. I don't think Kawhi's going to come back this series at all, though. I'm not sure if it's been confirmed that he has a torn ACL, but last I read, it was their fear. So it's possible yeah. that he does have a torn ACL.
1: Which, honestly, fuck, man, that is really shitty.
0: If it is... Clippers curse is real it has to be if that's true um but regardless dude I am gonna go ahead and uh I don't know man I think the Jazz are gonna get another game I don't think they win the series though I think <laughs> that just I don't know dude I honestly don't this,
1: it's, 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 it's been, a weird series it's been a weird series they didn't have Mike
0: Conley uh why so went
1: I, down yeah maybe, Mike Conley's going down supposedly we'll see uh I don't know. I feel like the Clippers are a sneaky little and they're playing back at uh in LA.
0: Ooh, that's rough.
1: For this game. Uh and I think that's tonight, right? Yeah, they could close it out tonight. I mean, hey man, once again, you gotta get that you got you to gotta get the kill man. If it's there, get it. They're playing at home six games. You know, we don't know the whole situation. why. Maybe they know something. Hey man, end it here and let's get it done, but if they don't, shit man, game 7. Back in Utah, that's a scary That's a scary thought. And with Mike Conley back, uh definitely don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, Clippers need to close them out tonight if they're going to do it.
1: Yeah, they need to get the kill tonight. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but outside of that, man, that is pretty much our, our, I guess, so to speak, coverage of the NBA playoffs. We, we A yeah. lot in depth, I thought we were going to. But and by, by
1: tomorrow, it. I mean not by tomorrow, but by next week we will have the conference final picture and then leading into the NBA finals picture.
0: For sure. And, and and speaking of speaking of uh, just like finding out, Angel, have, do you like have any sites in mind that if, if one were to go ahead and say they wanted to put some money down on these NBA playoffs, do, do you know any sites? Oh, I,
1: I think I think I do, Josh. Oh, really? Uh, have you heard of a site called uh, Monkey Night
0: Fight? Monkey Night Fight. I have heard of them. I've heard that they're a daily fantasy sports gaming website for the casual sports fan that is simple, fun and easy to play. I've heard that you determine which super-sharks competing in the day's professional sporting events to record more or less than the contest line provided. Monkey Nightfights daily fantasy and prop games pay similar to the salary cap daily fantasy sports games without the algorithms lines. So, Most importantly, sharks. There are several contests to choose from, none of which require hours of <laughs> fuck. None of which require hours of research required on competing websites. Start with a simple two for two or go for the highest payouts up to 100 times and higher by selecting an eight for eight more or less contest. You start now with 100 percent. Instant match bonus up to $50 with promo code court site. <laughs> That was a rough one. Um, yeah, though. Uh, <laughs> Monkey Knife fight, great sponsor. Uh, I hope they still are with us after that one. Uh, but, yeah, I know they're great site. So I know former host Nathaniel Beggart is a big fan of them as well. I know, Angel, you've used them. I've used them. They're an amazing site. So make sure to use them during this week's games. But Angel, last topic, my man. We got a, uh, th- I'd say three, and there's still there's some other boxing going on outside of these three, but I'd say these are probably the three biggest boxing um, fights of the weekend. Um, obviously first one, Charlo is fighting. Uh, new in a way is back. Anderson Silva is fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Uh, of these three events, do you mind giving me your your quick breakdown, so to speak, on each one? And as far uh, as that goes, yeah. not necessarily each one. but Which one are you looking forward to the most?
1: uh believe it or not i want to see how anderson does man he's actually like all jokes aside as far as representation of mma and boxing this is probably like the proper one we're gonna get <laughs> uh do you agree with me on that do you disagree with me I'm actually really curious on on what you want to what you're gonna say about that
0: i'm gonna agree i think anderson is um Probably, I hate that we didn't get to see him fight in boxing, like, in his prime. Because I remember back, he begged Dana for years from, like, I want to say, like, right after he won the title, really, that he wanted to fight in boxing. He wanted to, there was a Roy Jones talk for a long time, um, and he just talked about boxing, and he they never let him do it. And he is one and one as a boxer. Um, I can't find the result of his first fight, how it happened, but he lost back in 1998. And then he got a knockout in 2005, and now he's taking on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., who obviously is, you know, 52-5-1 on paper, doesn't entirely tell the story uh, just do how many issues he's had um, in terms of weight, drugs, drug test failures, so on and so forth. So I think as far as, like, representation, I mean, Chavez should win this one, walking away, but if there's one thing we've learned with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., it's that nothing is guaranteed.
1: That's a fact.
0: So yeah, I mean, Dana White's back. Obviously, he's from my. If I were to make a pound for pound list, I'd probably have him at number two. Um, he's always fun to watch, but I, I mean, this is kind of. I believe this is a mandatory for him. Don't quote me on that. Um, for who? So I don't, huh?
1: It's a mandatory for who? anyway Oh, Dana you know has a mandatory. Oh, uh, okay.
0: I believe. I believe so that that the guy he's fighting is a mandatory. Uh, even if he's not, he's not. I don't have much interest in it. And then Charlo is fighting a guy that I also don't have much interest in. So I'll actually agree with you. This is, if I were to go ahead and tell somebody one box if fight to watch this weekend, if they're a combat sports fan, I'd say that one. I'd say Anderson Silva versus job Chavez Junior. Yeah, no,
1: you're probably right on that. I don't know. I, I feel as far as like super big name boxing, we're not gonna get that until uh, well, next month <laughs> with uh yeah, our, with uh our boy, uh Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder
0: mm-hmm. yeah man and we can go talk about that real briefly that fight was officially announced uh, I thought it was going to be
1: in August dude huh I thought it was going to be in
0: August oh no man July 24th July 24th we are only pretty much a month away month and a half isn't that crazy? Um,
1: granted though they've Known for a while that it might potentially happen, and they've been training and they fought each other twice. So as far as preparation, it's more like just general. And they're professional athletes, you know, they're always trying to be ready for the most part.
0: And well, for Deontay, it's a little bit different because he's obviously Malik Scott is his new head coach, and you know he's changed up his training a little bit. For Tyson, probably not much has changed. But dude, I've watched a lot of press conferences. It comes with the game, you know what I mean? Like I cover the sport, you cover the mm-hmm. sport. We We've watched a lot of press conferences. Uh-huh. By far the most awkward, weird thing of all time. Deontay Wilder just did not answering any questions, completely ignoring him. And then they had the five minute stare down at the end. You know was what it reminded
1: most? me of a little bit? Not like what? not the same, but like as far as like kind of my way or the highway with Wilder, it was kind of reminding me of uh, when the not saying this is a movement that I don't support, but it is uh, when uh, 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 Tyron had the conference with. Uh, with Kobe and every question that uh, that they asked Tarren was, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, or uh, yeah, I think Black Lives Matter, or I'm just really excited because Black Lives Matter. Like it was just, you know, they they all went like that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I got that, under, I got that one also more because you know he's fighting Kobe, he's a racist, so it kind of.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was, it was it was deserved.
0: Yeah, so I mean. Like I've said before, like on the show, Colby Covington is the only person I'll straight up just insult. But, um, yeah, I mean that one made more sense. This one I thought was just kind of weird. Now that being said, there's some story behind said,
1: that face off, by the way, Josh. You know, you know the story behind like why he stood there and uh, why why they both tell, stood there.
0: Tell tell the story. You're gonna tell better than I would.
1: Uh, oh, you know it?
0: I uh, yeah, I've heard the story.
1: The Vitaly Klitschko story? Yes, dude. So apparently Vitaly Klitschko. When he he brought in Tyson at some point for a training camp, and apparently Vitaly, when he would ever uh, he would do his camps and he would go in the sauna, he would uh you know he have his sparring partners there, and he would purposely sit there longer than his uh his sparring partners. He would see him break down and stay there. And one time when uh, Tyson came in for his camp to help him out with some stuff, uh, Tyson actually last outlasted Vitaly and this is kind of him just his way of doing like I'm gonna one-up you <laughs> regardless if you're gonna be mute and be quiet and stand here all day I'll one-up you and stand here all day with you at the space off,
0: mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of like the, the backstory behind that and in Tyson dude he, he was never gonna turn around he's one of those he's really big on mind games um that was just such a bizarre press conference now do you think that him not answering service. do you think him not answering questions was like any sign of mental weakness because that's not how i took it
1: no it's just he's focused i mean he had his first professional loss he was a guy that for the longest time if he touched you you went down you folded he has some of the scariest knockouts in history uh he's one of the hardest hitters in heavyweight history i mean there is no secret about that uh he has fought this man. He's put him down. He's known of his capabilities. You know, he's seen him rise back up. He's also lost to him in, in, in devastating fashion. Uh, he's back. And he wanted that fight. Walk away money was an option. <clears throat> he never took that option. There's a lot of people out there who would have been like, okay, I'll wait for it. Deontay Wilder did not want that. Deontay Wilder wanted this fight. They could have done it in Saudi Arabia, Trilogy, Big Money, In the Desert... You know, all these things. No. I want this rematch. I'm ready. You're telling me Deontay Wilder during that year of COVID did not sit there and train every single day when you couldn't go out? He didn't do anything outside of just working on his game and improving his boxing? Because the guy is very unorthodox. He has really good power. But his general boxing at its core is of the best. And Tyson Fury, for what it is, also very unorthodox, but very good. Clean on the ropes, good with his hands. He's ready for this. David not answering questions is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of preparation.
0: So I'm glad we're on the same page.
1: With Damn, you. that's so quotable. That was so that was, fucking. That was so good. That last
0: bit there, man. Dude, you just made some beat writers' day. They're gonna listen to the podcast and just take that shit, bro. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Fuck it. Um, but dude, I couldn't agree with more. Cause I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, he's mentally broken. That's why he doesn't talk." I'm like, I think this is just a dude who doesn't want to do media. And he just wants to go out there and kill the dude. I think he wants to go out there and fight. And I don't think, I mean, it's not like Tyson gave glowing answers either. He was just kind of doing Tyson Fury bit that we've seen a thousand times. I don't think either one of them really wanted to do this press conference. I think they're both just ready for war, dude, which I'd love to see. And slightly off topic, but I thought you want to know, game just started. Hawks already up 20 to 6.
1: Just right now, man. We got to have faith
0: gotta have faith i got faith in the hawks but yeah man overall it was it was weird but i am really looking forward to that fight it's coming up fast man coming up fast um can't count out deontay obviously we'll give our preview when that happens in a month's time but i'm very hyped for
1: it i'm hyped always man i I, heavyweight boxing those guys when they're in the mix nothing's better but josh we do have one more thing to talk about real quick before we close out the podcast and do you know what that is josh
0: um, was was there was there a big boxing match that happened last
1: week? Big I mean, the, I mean, potentially the biggest boxing event of the year. Don't quote. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Behind so you know Floyd, Floyd Mayweather and and, uh, and Logan Paul. You know. So weird.
0: But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I was gonna go ahead and seg that segue that into you, man. I mean, obviously we talked about it last week. Kind of let you I let you take over my role. Generally, I'm the guy that does does the preview, kind of asks you questions, and we preview the shit. I flipped it over to you, man, and uh-huh. let you preview the social ghost card. Now it's time for you to go ahead and recap YouTubers versus TikTokers, man. Go ahead and give us give us the rundown.
1: I mean literally what I said, everything I predicted, how every fight went is how I thought it would have gone. Uh can you agree with me? I think you could agree with me on that as as far as like if, if everything I said was pretty much correct, I'd say.
0: I'd say so. Now the only other thing that I would go ahead and say that was kinda of surprising was the fact that Deji got smashed
1: uh i wasn't too surprised about that if i'm frank i didn't think
0: it was i didn't think i, mean, I wasn't necessarily surprised that he lost but the fact that he got tko'd it, it was sad
1: because he didn't look terrible this first two rounds but man when he just sat there and took that barrage and you saw him cry there with his clubs and just sitting there in disappointment and him saying that he's a failure it was one of the saddest things i had seen in a while because he didn't get pulled out he was just standing there you know, with his gloves up, and it's just kind of like, damn, you know? It's like a little kid, you know, like if a little kid started getting punched on, and then they stopped it, and he just seemed like he failed. It really reminded me of a moment like that. Uh, I am, you know, I hope that, you know, he can find something to kind of dive into, because losing in a one-on-one sport where it's just you and yourself is one of the most mentally draining things in this world uh let alone a combat sport uh because there's no teammates you can't blame anybody else you can't blame any element the ball this that the turf, uh the refs i mean to an extent let's be real but not as much not as much but in this, this it's all you, baby. I mean, he, it's all him. There's no one else, and it's it's tough, man. I, I think at a human level, obviously, we're not talking about a pro fighter or, or any amateur. We're talking about a guy who fought an next, exib- what was it? Was it an exhibition technically, or what, what was it technically sanctioned? Technically
0: an exhibition.
1: Technically an exhibition. We'll call it an exhibition because that's really what it is. I mean, it sucks, man. It really does uh, for him, for his sake. But man, this this is how the sport is, man. Even at the lowest level. There's lows, lows, and there's highs, highs, man. And let me tell you, he's riding a very low, low. But still, the man to go the dis- the, the longest the with the one and only Jake Paul. So he still has that under his belt. Not even Ben Askren could do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as far as the event itself, I mean, everything, I mean, I thought I predicted that the YouTubers would have the majority of the victories, Deji being the lone one not winning, which wasn't a major surprise to me. Uh, Austin McBroom versus Bryce Hall went as kind of how I expected. Taylor, Horton, Gibb. I thought it was going to be the most competitive fight of the night. Taylor Holder ended up not putting out anything. I was really disappointed in that. Because you could see he was you could see he had technical like he had potential. Like he's good. Like you could see it's there. He just didn't he didn't let loose. He didn't unleash on Gibb. So Gibb just came forward and ended up putting the fight on uh, good pressure and good activity and Taylor Holder just kinda stood there. Um uh, kind of that how I predicted. DDG and whoever he faced, I know I feel bad for not remembering his name. I didn't know too much about that, but I wasn't surprised. I think I heard DDG had some amateur experience. So that was kind of that. I mean, Michael Lee faced Jarvis. I called that out, man. I thought that was going to be a great performance in there. Uh, Our boy Jarvis ended up getting the win there. And the initial two prelim fights were pretty good. I wasn't surprised with any of that. Uh, I can't think if I missed any fights off the top of my head uh who am i missing i know i'm missing one i feel am i missing one in there josh i think i named everybody i
0: think you named everybody
1: yeah now did you watch the event what are your kind of overall thoughts i know you weren't as invested in it as i was but i just want to make it clear before we continue on like i said i got ksi local paul vibes like the og one with this and i think as far as youtuber like kind of creator slash event i think this is the best performance they have given us i mean all the guys looked pretty good they had a higher level of boxing, I think, than any of the other previous YouTube events. They took it really serious, and they really came out to perform, man. I mean, they really put it on. They put on a good show. I'll give them that in in the walkout. I mean, it looked really legit. It really did. It didn't look like a freak show, honestly, that bad. It looked pretty pretty impressive. I got to give them credit. And, uh, you know, obviously, shout out to those guys. And, obviously, hopefully these events keep getting bigger and better for them and uh, more exciting. And we get some more names. Shit, maybe PewDiePie with White Knicks. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I doubt that. But, yeah, overall, I, I kind of got the same vibes you did. In fact, I thought, like, as far as, like, I think you just said it, for all the YouTube boxing events, it's probably, like, in terms of production quality, everything, probably the best one. Um, like, the production quality was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. There weren't too many real technical issues, uh, which was which was nice. Um, overall commentary was fine. You know, it, it wasn't, it, I mean...
1: Well, there's Page Man and Rose and uh, King Star.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's not... Rose,
1: did you like that, Josh? Huh? <laughs> did you like that, Rose?
0: I, yeah, I thought it was funny. But yeah, um, overall, I thought it was good. Keem did a great job, let me just say. Um, friend of the show, Daniel Keemstar. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought they did a good job, man. I had nothing to really complain about. And here's the thing, is like, if I remember correctly, that, oh, that KSI Logan Paul card back in the day, which was a lot of fun, a lot of decisions, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. There was only two decisions on this entire card. Um, there were only two decisions on this entire card, dude. And there were legit knockouts. Jarvis was a legit knockout. Turned the aimbot on, dude. Um, Osmond Broom, I mean, that was not officially a knockout, but, like, I mean, he was clobbering the dude. Um, Vinny Hacker clobbered Deji Gibb versus Taylor Holder was, like, a legitimately. If you told me that those were two dudes, like, that had, like, amateur skill sets that were, like, actually training for a long time, I would have believed you. They did not look too bad. Um, Everybody took it seriously. So, yeah, probably the best event I've seen as far as, like, YouTuber unboxing. Like, probably since it started.
1: Now, now did you pay for this show, or did you attend your local Buffalo Wild Wings?
0: Oh, I mean, I went to my local Buffalo Wild Wings just like everybody else.
1: Uh, Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually ended up paying for it. I really did. did. I did. I ended up supporting them, and I I decided to pay for it because, one, I was with the boys, and I couldn't attend my local Buffalo Wild Wings while we were watching Uh, the pay-per-view. So I was like, like, screw it. Why not? I had some extra cash. Was it? worth the 50 bucks Uh, To 10 extent i'd say you know it's not a pro fight it's not anything crazy like that does it did it deserve i think if they would have chopped it down to 29.99 or 1999 or 30 even 39.99 i feel like it would have been an easier sell
0: Hmm. for sure um as far as that goes did did you like do the split screen did you have one tv social gloves one tv ufc
1: i will not get into the details of why i did not do that right now on the podcast but i did watch it on my phone
0: fair enough fair enough um yeah man i went about local buffalo wild wings you know got got some mild got some uh you know just had a good had a good time you know Mm
1: -hmm. i dig (laughs) it
0: um but outside of that man is there anything else you want to touch on regarding the card or anything else before we close out
1: No, man that's it i mean we had a, a banger of a show i'm just excited to come back next week uh I mean, everything's looking good, man. NBA is popping off. We're getting to that time of the year, man, where stuff is just really, really just exciting. MMA is on this high trajectory. And I mean, man, Josh, next week, Alexander Swolkov versus Sergeant. I mean, we are excited for MMA, man. And after that, it's UFC 264, man. We just keep riding this wave. Let's get it.
0: Let's get it, man. Let's get it. The wave keeps on getting bigger and bigger. And uh, it's fun, man. The show keeps on getting bigger and bigger in that way as well. Um, thanks for all the support that we've gotten. Um, I'm at Josh Shevanoff. I ended last week's show by telling Twitter to fucking verify me. They actually did it. So shout out that, at Josh Shevanoff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Angels next at Twitter. Fucking verify. i at AngelRT underscore 01. That's funny. Uh, we're at courtside sound one on Twitter, at that set up on Instagram. You guys know all the stuff by now. Go ahead and support this stuff. All we're affiliated with, Rogue Energy Monkey Knife Fight. Make all the support. Peace, and Bud grease. Mouse click.
1: Nice. Not-